0: That's right. You have to let it out to play. The anger, the frustration, the, 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 the frustration with the world as it is and how it's not what you want it to be. That power is an awesome power that powers so many entrepreneurs. Why the hell do you guys work so hard if not to change the world from what it is into something you'd like it to be? Right. And sometimes in that power, you're going to tap into what other people, what you yourself may label as a negative force. It's only negative when you operate from a place of disconnection from your true feelings. There's a power in those rough edges. There's a power in the conflict. If you have an organization that is truly built around love, then even conflict is acceptable. Because the totality of everybody is acceptable. Now, how someone handles the conflict is a really important thing. So I'm angry is very different than me annihilating everybody around me.
1: Welcome to the Reboot Podcast. We are so glad you're here. The shadow is everything about ourselves that we do not know or refuse to know, both dark and light. It is the sum total of the positive and negative traits, feelings, beliefs, and potentials we refuse to identify as our own. The shadow is that part of us that is incompatible with who we think we are or are supposed to be. David Rico. People will often ask, how is the podcast doing? I know what they're asking. They want to know the data. They want to know the numbers. How many downloads? How many reviews? But I answer this question a little bit differently. I say, yes, it's doing great, but not because of the numbers, but because of the impact. Nothing is more rewarding, nothing more moving than hearing from our listeners on how the show has helped them. What's even more rewarding is getting to know some of the listeners following their growth and ultimately having them come back and share their story with you. We are very fortunate to have just that for today's conversation. Tracy Lawrence originally reached out to us about a year ago about the podcast. She said it gave her permission as an entrepreneur, permission to feel, feel the ups and the downs. It kickstarted her relationship with Reboot and we have been fortunate to support her on this powerful journey of self-discovery and authentic leadership. We are so thrilled and grateful to have her on the show with Jerry. Tracy and Jerry talk about authenticity, leading from the heart, and on the power of embracing the lost and disowned parts of ourselves. For Tracy, it's not only about being there for the little girl who was bullied in middle school, but also about owning her own inner bully. Reclaiming that part of herself will not only impact her approach to the latest company experiment, but it also might affect her own leadership and bring her and her company deeper into alignment. Reboot Your Year is our invitation for you to pause and honor the transition into the new year. This simple yet powerful free five day course will guide you through the annual transition with grace and open you to the promise and hope for the year ahead. The course unfolds through daily emails, each with a cone to consider and a guided journaling practice handcrafted by the Reboot team. Each practice takes less than 20 minutes to complete. We'll help you enjoy this course so much, you'll make it part of your annual practice and even share it with teammates and colleagues. Learn how to reboot your 2020 at rebootyouryear.com.
0: Hey, Tracy, how are you?
2: I'm great. How are you?
0: That's good. That's good. I'm great. And I'm super excited to be talking to you again. And uh, before we sort of tell a little bit of the history of how we've gotten to know each other, um, why don't you just take 10 seconds or so and tell us who you are?
2: Oh, man, who am I? It's a great question. So. Well,
0: not, not in the full coaching session. <laughs> I only get 10 seconds. That's
2: right. <laughs> so um, I am, uh, I'm 26 years old. I'm here in San Francisco. I'm founder of, of a startup called Choose. And uh, we are an on-demand food startup. And our, our basic goal is we feed offices their meals. And, um, and we work with, we partner with great restaurants, local restaurants in the city. And we take care of the delivery and the logistics of sending them to great companies that we support.
0: That, that's great. Thank you. And, you know, it, it, it's always nice to sort of land people as, you know, who is this person I'm working with? And, you know, the, to jump back for a moment, I'm excited uh, to see you again, I, um, you know, Tracy. Uh, I guess you first contacted me because of the podcast.
2: Yeah, that's and, right.
0: And and uh, and we started having a dialogue back and forth. And I encourage you to come to the boot camp. And uh, you blew us all away in the boot camp with your depth and your soul, and your leadership and your authenticity. And your capability. And, uh, uh, so when you, uh, agreed to come on the show, I was just super excited. Like I'm jumping out of my seat to make that happen. (laughs)
2: I'm, I'm both excited, like in a tingly way. I'm also a little nervous. Um, these sessions can be really powerful and I have no idea what's going to happen, but, I found that this show
0: helped me unlock a
2: big part of myself. So I'm excited to share and see where yeah. what happens.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm glad you named that. You know, um, a lot of podcasts are sort of more, in my view, kind of in their head, in the, in the head. And yeah. part of why we really try to have real deep conversation is that I think that people being able to listen to that conversation, they're helped by that it sort of normalizes the experience that we all have. And you're nodding your head, so I imagine you're in agreement?
2: Yes. I, well, I think listening to the podcasts gave me permission. Ah. And great permission to just feel the things that I feel. And, um, and especially as a founder based in San Francisco, you hear a lot of stories of, of greatness. Um, and you don't hear the stories of struggle. And so I thought that I was only allowed to feel greatness. Um, and, and that struggle was something that you don't talk about.
1: Right.
2: And so one of the things that I, I brought to the boot camp was that I had treated myself like software right. for, for the past, since I started the company. You know, you give me an input. I will do it without emotion, and I will get it done, and I will execute. Mm-hmm. Um, but it caused me to cut off a lot of myself, and that's mm-hmm. its really hard to deal with.
0: Yeah, now I'm remembering the wish that you had. Do you remember that wish?
2: The wish to not be software anymore?
0: Yeah, yeah. See, I i, I was thinking of it in a oh, positive yeah. sense, is the wish to be human.
2: Yes, that's true. Yeah,
0: yeah. And here you are, this this incredible... Um, human. I'm
2: human again.
1: Oh my I'm gosh. human.
0: Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. So with that, my, my dear human friend, um, <laughs> you know, I know that you thought it might be helpful to talk through one particular uh, thing that's going on for Choose right now. And why don't you give us a little bit of background on what's happening with, with, uh, with the company and what you want to talk through?
2: Yeah. So we've recently raised our series A. Um, we're working with, in, an incredible investor um, at Foundry Group, mm-hmm. and so one of the things that we've uh, that we've implemented now that we have a little bit of space um, is is open compensation um, and and a salary and options formula, and it's it's funny because it is the most it feels like the most vulnerable thing I have done all
0: year, mm-hmm. and, more uh, vulnerable think, than the boot camp.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and funny, in some ways, yes. You know, it, the boot camp is a very safe space, yeah. um, and, and not to say that my company isn't. But you know, I'm here. I, I am setting compensation and opening that up. And these are people's people's lives and their livelihood. Right. And you hear a lot of people on the podcast where you have to reassure um, um, about failure that you're not going to go hungry. Right. Well, here I am, nervous uh, about how people will perceive you know, uh, other people's salaries because it's directly related to that question.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so the issue is that you've adopted this policy of being open about who's making what and who's compensated in what way and what options are available and that sort of thing. Is that, am I understanding that right?
2: Yeah, you know, the, we, so the reason that we started this, um, let's, let's start there, is as, you know, as an entrepreneur, we've all done it where we have offered different levels of compensation to two people that have maybe very similar skill sets because one person could negotiate better. Right. Um, you know, maybe even because we woke up on the wrong side of the bed that day. Right. And um, I've seen it with engineers who don't negotiate. Mm-hmm. I've seen it with women who don't negotiate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and, and it's, it's just a personal, almost ethical struggle. Yeah, and uh, and I didn't I didn't want to be like that. And we we call ourselves a love company.
1: Mm.
2: And um, when when my co founder and I sat down and we thought about how we could best show love, we thought you know what it's by treating our people fairly and transparently. Mm. Um, so I think there's there's a very strong reasoning behind it, but it still scares like the crap out of me. <laughs> well, just getting it right.
0: Well, oh, so that's the fear. The fear is that you won't get it right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that you know, and I mean, here's the thing. It's it's art and science, and we're almost, you know, we're trying to bring a lot of science to it by creating a formula, um, but there's still always going to be art in mm-hmm. the formula. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's the art. You know, I want to get the science right. I also want to get the art right.
0: Mm-hmm. There's so. a software wishing to be human.
2: Yes, <laughs> that's right. Showing love through a formula,
1: right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so you're right now you're in the middle of implementing this. Is that right? Or designing it? Tell me, where are you?
2: So we've actually, uh, we implemented it uh, in September. So it's been almost two months mm-hmm. that it, that it has now been open uh-huh. and we're and getting a lot of feedback on it, good uh, and bad.
0: Uh, And, and uh, tell me more about the feedback. Tell me more about the, the effect. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So the what we expected to happen um was that people we wanted people to have difficult conversations with their managers. Mm. So, you know, I've heard of stories where in in most companies, you don't talk about salary mm. um, except your manager. But if you know other people's salaries, which invariably it gets talked about, uh, I heard a story guy told me someone brought up to their manager, you know, I was talking to my coworker, her salary is this, my salary is this, what's happening. The manager fired her, fired the coworker, mm-hmm. right? Cause they were like, we do not talk to each other about salaries. So, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, we wanted those conversations to get aired out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had, you know, people come to us and engineers come to us and say, wow, like I make more money than anybody in the company. Um, I'm a little, I'm nervous about people seeing that, Mm -hmm. you know, and we said, that's, that's a conversation we want to have, right? Mm -hmm. We want, we want to be able to help people understand what's happening. Um, and, and why that work is, is valued at a higher premium than other kinds of work. Mm -hmm. Um, we've also had people come up to us and say, I'm, you know, it makes me a little uncomfortable. I have to admit it. And there's no, there's no solution for that. Right. Mm -hmm. Except just showing them. You know, that this is how we get you to the next level so you can, you know, in getting to the next level, that that'll be tied to compensation, but there's no solution. And, and you and I have talked about for me being in the gray area and not having things be black or white is terrifying. Yeah. I want to wrap it up, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you want it clear and you want a formula. Yeah. Yeah. So just bring your attention to what's happening inside of you right now. You know, just bring your attention in. Right. Right. Because what I'm feeling in this moment, Tracy, is um, a pressure in my upper chest. Mm. Um, does that is that mine, or is it yours, or it both of ours?
2: I mean, you, you you know how to spot these things. I think that, yes. I think physically, like I feel it. I feel it right at the heart, which yeah. is which is a funny thing because this is this is showing like love, right? This is meant to show love, and yet I'm I feel I feel very tense and, and nervous about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a tender spot. It's a scary Mm -hmm. spot.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and there's a wish, um, that I can feel. Is there a wish behind the intention? You and Skank and Skank is your Mm co-founder. Um, Actually, we can still call him Skank, right? We
2: can call him Skank, yes. Yes, that yes, is. yes. That is his
0: nickname. It's his last name for if,
2: everyone to know, okay? That's right, that's right.
0: We're not dissing him. <laughs> um, you and Skank, uh, it's Jeff, by the way, right? Uh, feel, there's something really important going on here, isn't there? Yeah. Now, if you remember, when we've talked about some some beautiful experiences Um, and I asked you to explore for example the why behind the company the purpose behind the company and we found a tender spot
1: Mm.
0: and uh uh-oh Tracy just got nervous Uh, you're
2: gonna make me cry that's why
0: well there's a tender spot Mm, behind the purpose of the company which I'm gonna name it if it's okay with you which is it's not just about feeding offices. It's about getting people out from behind their desk and to sit together in community
1: mm-hmm.
0: and share a meal. Because community means love. Am I naming it well?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. OK.
0: So what's the purpose here for you and Skank behind openness and transparency around, around <laughs> the salaries and around compensation?
2: So for some context, um, our our mission is to bring your heart to work Ah. and, um, a lot of it comes from, uh, so I've, we've raised, um, over 8 million in capital. And so that means a lot of rejections. I've gotten a lot of rejections. One that hurts me in particular, Mm -hmm. um, came from an investor who, before he had the chance to meet the team, he cut the process off and he said, he said, you know, honestly, I just don't think that you're out for blood. Mm-hmm. And um, it it tore me up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It tore me up. Um, they say, as you know, as an entrepreneur, don't take it personally. I took it personally.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't. <laughs>
2: um, so, I, I really had to dig deeply. And and so a few days later, I wrote him back. This is via email. I wrote him back an email and I said, you know what? You're right. I'm not out for blood. I want to build a service and a company that people love, that people love to use and that people love to work at. And so I'm not out for blood. And so I think the broader purpose behind shoes is I want to build a template for a company that can prove that you don't have to be an asshole Mm. um, to be successful, that you can build a company that's Mm. people-focused and still bring great returns, still Mm. hold people accountable to their goals, still have high expectations, still make difficult decisions. Mm. Um, But I want to prove that. And so every time that something goes wrong, Mm. it's like... I it's like I'm hurting the cause
1: Mm.
0: and it feels very serious. Mm. And so the fear right now is that if you and Skank and the rest of the senior team don't get this right, Mm -hmm. you're hurting the cause.
2: Yeah, we're hurting the cause. And there's a secondary fear, which is, I want our people, I want them to be happy at work. And I also want them, I mean, this and this maybe is the more selfish cause, but. I want them to feel good about themselves so that whether or not this works out, I want them to think well of us as leaders. I want them to think well of me. And I want to work with them again. Mm. And I would be devastated not to work with them again.
0: Mm. So I just want to hold on that for a moment. It's super powerful. It's super powerful. I hear such an incredible value statement. Such a tender-hearted and, you know, in the language that we often use at boot camp, broken-hearted, broken-open-hearted warrior stance.
2: I think about it a lot.
0: Yeah. And so part of what is so scary is that the stakes here are, Jerry, am I going to fuck this one up? Right? Yeah. So I'm going to get a little paternalistic. You're the same age as my son. Uh Um, You can't fuck this one up. You can only make it better than it is. Uh But there's no fucking up attempting to be authentic and real. Okay? The way you can backtrack is to rely solely on the formulaic software.
1: Mm.
0: What I mean by this is I get that what you're doing is radical and scary. And I'll be honest, I don't know if it's wise.
2: Plenty of people don't think it's wise.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it is, and I don't know that it's not. Yeah. Okay? But here's what I do know, and here's what I do know that is wise. Attempting to lead from heart-filled place always works out. If we define success in endeavors like this as you've just defined it, Mm which is creating a heart-filled place where people, regardless of the outcome of the company, walk away and say, God damn, that was the best company I ever worked for. And whatever Tracy does, I wanna work for her again. Mm -hmm. You know I have deep, powerful uh, care and concern for you. You're 26, you have a lot of companies in you. You have just begun to set the world on fire. Mm And from my lips to God's ears, choose succeeds and feeds every startup in this country. Mm. But if not, holding on to this, you cannot lose.
1: Mm.
0: Now let's talk tactics for a moment. (laughs) Great. Let's talk. What have you guys said to the team as to why you're doing this? What have you said to them?
2: So, the the thing, one of the things that I, we've said is the thing we mentioned. So about providing more, just more consistency, more fairness, more transparency. One of our values is integrity, and one of the ways that we define that value is the ability to have difficult conversations and provide open feedback. So it actually is also in support of our value structure. Mm-hmm. Um, our one of our other values is community, um, and and part of that is really providing that feedback in order to better the people around you. Right. Um. So it's for it's for a lot of those reasons. It's you know it's also part of it is for hiring. You know we make a statement in hiring hiring in the beginning of that or towards the end of that process around the negotiation can feel very adversarial. Um, I don't know that we can always eradicate that, but we want a candidate to know very clearly, and we tell them early on in the process that we have this formula. Um, we want them to know that we're on their side, and we don't want there to be this, we hold all the information, and it's a black box, and you have no idea what you're negotiating against. Mm-hmm. And when you when you negotiate against a black box, you're taught, go as high as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Self-optimize. Yeah. Right. Self-optimization does stand in stark contrast to community building.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. So you've said these things
2: mm-hmm.
0: and how has that been received?
2: So we've had a range of reactions, you know, to be honest, we've had a range from some people being like a little nervous, right? But let's see where it goes um, before we opened it up uh, to salespeople being like, this is so standard. Like, this is what, this is how we, we work, Mm -hmm. um, to, to people, to some people being like, this is how the world should work. Mm
0: -hmm. And I'd
2: prefer it this way. Um, so we've seen, we've seen a whole.
0: To people being scared.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. To people saying like, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with people seeing my salary. Um, to people saying, I, I, you know, I don't, you know, what if it creates unhealthy competition? Mm Um, those, those have been the range
0: Uh did, did you have anybody who said, for example, um, I didn't realize how underpaid I was?"
2: Mm. We've had people at the lower end of the range say, um, we, we had one person at the lower end of the range say, "Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable with it just being at this end of the range." Right. Um,
0: but they didn't see it as a source of resentment.
2: Not since I've checked in, uh, but I'll, I'll be doing another check-in. Okay. But no, no, okay. not, not, not at this stage. I think, if anything, to give just a little bit of context to the formula, so the, the main variable part of the formula is what we call the output level. And so, and by the way, we borrowed a lot of this from Buffer. Um, they have a great blog post on it um, from Tint. So um, had a lot of conversations about it. But our output level, that's... Uh, We rank it A to G, A being totally green, G being total unicorn. And so that's that's the variable piece of it. And so when you move to the next level, there's a multiplier on your base salary. I see. I see. So what we've found that is healthy is that a lot of people look at their output levels, and this can bring up the difficult conversation that can be a source of resentment, which is how come my colleague got a higher level in the same role when I didn't? Mm. Um, which is starting to become how do I get to that next level?
0: Right. Well, uh, that that kind of tension does seem to generate good, healthy conversation. You know, one of the things that is critically important and one of the things that I think most startups fail at is giving good quality feedback on a regular Mm. basis. And implicit in this is a mechanism for quality feedback if your managers are actually giving the feedback. Right? Yes. And so yes. that's some there's a corollary here. It feels like there's work to be done. Totally. So I'm going to check in on one other piece of this. What feels important to me to explore is the degree to which people uh, connect this not only with the value statements that you've spoken of, but with the other implicit value statement, which is, we are going to try some radically different things. Hmm. Right? Yeah. There's an experiment going on here. Yes. And it may not work. Yes. And notice, now, what feeling did you have when I named it as an experiment?
2: sigh of relief exactly like, like a balloon sort of getting just a little popping. in there.
0: And exactly exactly yeah. i mean that's what's wonderful it's like you know when you see when we create a conditions where we say something like um this is the new thing that we're doing and we've worked really really hard on this and here are all the values driven reasons why we're doing it there's actually a false confidence that the leader has when they convey that. And the false confidence, you're nodding, so I think you, re- you recognize this. The false confidence is, shh, we know what we're doing.
1: <laughs> actually,
0: shh, we don't know what we're doing or we're yeah. unsure, right? <laughs> Whereas in that bid for transparency and authenticity, if you opened up even just a tad little more and Let's name the fact that you're being vulnerable and open now with me and they're all gonna listen to this. So guess what? Yep.
2: <laughs> and and here's the funny thing, because this is what Skank reminded me to say, and in my memory I passed over it. What do you mean? <laughs> but he was he was like, Let's make sure, and we did. Yeah. This is this is V one and yes. it may not work, right? But I, in my eagerness to see the world change, yes. and and to get You know, I I want the world to be a better place today. I want
0: them to be happy. Yes. Right? So, and and, and this is what's wonderful about a leader like you, is that you do genuinely, in your heart, want them to be happy, but be careful of holding on to that as your written-in-stone objective, Ms. CEO, because you are not the functional atheist at the top of the pyramid with all of the answers right skank is right this is v1 this is like hey guys come join us on this journey we may get this wrong we may get this right and we co-own the success or failure as a team invite them into the process into owning the process hey let us know how's this working for you not you as the individual necessarily, but what are you thinking about this? You, you, mm-hmm. and the senior leadership team still reserve the right and the f- responsibility to make the final judgment call. Mm-hmm. But yeah. relax the uh, tension that arises from I have to get this right.
2: Mm. Yeah. Relax. That's that's the operative.
0: That's the operative. Yes. Let, you know, involve the community even further. Yeah. Not to not to the point where there isn't clarity where we design, you know, 35 different compensation systems to meet mm-hmm. the needs of 35 individuals. Right. But you create one organization that's committed to trying things that is. Out there. Does this does this make sense? Does this land for
2: you? Yeah, yeah, and and it's actually. I think it's something. I'm realizing it's things that we've been doing a little bit of along the way, but I I don't give outsized importance to. So we have like a monthly fireside chat where it's mm. us gathering feedback, and it was one of the the topics for discussion, and you know we got some we got some real feedback from.
0: It. Yeah.
1: Is yeah.
2: what we wanted, but and yet for some reason I'm, I'm sort of hard to you know I'm, I'm when someone comes to me I feel prickly and I don't want to feel that way I want to yeah. feel open to discussing it yeah. I want it to be something that the team does
0: have ownership. Yeah. So remember when the porcupine puts their quills up and is prickly, <laughs> it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. It's not an offensive maneuver. Yeah. So there's a threat that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Right, and what's the threat?
2: Oh man, well I could see I could see many. The threat is people leave. Um, the threat is my own thought in my own head that uh, it, oh shit uh, they they figured it out. Um, I'm a first time founder and uh, you know fucked this one up. Right. Um, those those are some of the. How factors. about the
0: threat for, uh, that that original investor was right. That you have to actually be an asshole to be successful. I know, that's the worst. That's the worst. (laughs) It's the worst. Right. And and the truth is, this has no bearing. Mm. The success or failure of this effort has no bearing on whether or not that investor was correct. There are two separate things. My statement would be you should be an asshole if that's who you truly are. Yeah. Right? There's nothing I can't stand more than the asshole who's pretending not to be. (laughs) Right? Because we all know it. So if you're going to be an asshole, be an asshole and be that kind of leader. Mm. But here's a little hint, Tracy you are not an asshole. So you can pretend all you want, and you can adopt the attitudes of and the style of, but you won't succeed. Mm. You know, for good or for ill, you have no choice but to lead from your heart, because guess Mm -hmm. what, human being? Mm -hmm. Right? The Tin Man has a heart already.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: And it's as big as the world, because she built a company that's designed to feed people to nourish them so i i get the fear though i get the fear
2: yeah yeah i i find the the functional atheism part is the part that my mind wants to forget but i think is the part probably to to
0: to hold on to here Right. So we're referring now, both of us are referring Mm. to Parker Palmer's concepts of the five shadow casting demons. The ways in which our disowned self start to show up in the organization. And one of which is this notion of what he refers to as the functional atheist, the leader who is the rock, who knows everything, who must carry all of the burden. And it's all up to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So so tell me more about that, Tracy.
2: Well, it's funny because I think, on reflecting upon that, I am afraid of of being a dictator or becoming a dictator. But really, I think I'm afraid that inside I am one.
0: Well, because you are
2: done a lot of stuff to cover it up.
0: Right, because inside of you there is a dictator, isn't there?
2: I guess so. I don't like to hear. I don't want to hear that.
0: Well, just like at the camp, here we go. Just like at the camp, you wanted to disown the part of you that was hurt when you were a kid. Yeah,
1: that's
0: true. Right. Mm-hmm. I won't reveal too much about that.
2: I'm happy to talk about that.
0: Well, no. just like that, there's also a part of you that is a dictator, mm. and that part knows the product better than anybody else, doesn't she? Mm. Ooh, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> no. No, but Jerry, I want to be the one who leads from love.
1: Mm.
0: Right. So what so tell the story if if you're comfortable, tell the story about the shadow that we mm. talked about, and then I want to talk about embracing the shadow.
2: Okay. So when one of the things that I recognized at boot camp and you know for some context for anyone who hasn't been is you know it's 4 days of just
1: crying crying
2: <laughs> yep 15 of us together crying 4 days and you know day 1 someone says something it sparks a thought in you day 2 you say something it sparks another thought in you and a thought in someone else and all of a sudden by i think day 3 or 4 yeah you know i um someone brought up the story of bullying and so when i was um, Ten years old, I had spent about three years um, eating lunch alone in a bathroom stall, um, and I was bullied. And um, the way I had approached myself with that was, you know what? This was in the past. Don't even get, you got to move on. You're an adult, for God's sake. Um, and and then I realized, of course, I ate lunch alone in a bathroom stall, and now I built a company that brings people together. Over lunch, Um, and so there is so much of me that is wrapped up in this company, but there is also that fear of being that bully. Mm
0: -hmm. So, so let's hold on to that for a second, and let's recognize that you embraced that part of you—the part of you that had been bullied—that was that was quote in the past, and let's not deal with that anymore. Let's. We're going to move forward. And what happened after you embraced that in terms of your capacity to execute in the business? What happened?
2: Well, I came back from boot camp, and I shared with the team that story, and um, and some. I came into alignment. I think I came into alignment, and we all rallied around being a love company. And it wasn't even, fr- like, it didn't feel like such an intentional effort. I didn't put time on the calendar and say, we're going to be a love company. But just the, the souls, these amazing humans that I work with, they picked up on it and they carried it as a banner. Literally our flag, it is literally in the Choose logo, a heart. And I felt like I'd never, I'd never seen it before. And I looked at my logo when I got back from boot camp. Someone pointed out, they're like, "Did you know we have a heart in the logo?" It's <laughs> like, "Oh shit, no, I didn't know that."
0: Right, right. Now I don't think it was a direct correlation, but then, if I recall correctly, you were able to raise money.
2: Yeah, well, yes, and <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that part. Um, yeah, you know, when I sat down to the to lunch with our now investors, the Boundary Group. Um, One of the first things I said, I was like right off the bat, I'm like, listen, um, I want to let you know that our vision is to become a love company and to be a template for other companies that want to function this way and still be high performing, high profit companies. Um, and immediately, you know, I got a text right after lunch, um, and Jason and I sat down and he was like, you're our kind of people Ah. and I've never, I'll never, I'll never forget those, those words. And I'll forget it.
0: He wasn't looking for somebody who was out for blood. No, he wasn't. Right. Right. So that's a beautiful story, and it will stand forever in my mind as an example of somebody who embraced their shadow. But the thing about shadow is it's not just one thing. Mm. And so there is a part of you, just like there's a part in me, Tracy. I'm a kid from Brooklyn. Mm. I can bully with the best of them. And so there is a part of you that is strong, in your belief system isn't there yeah and sometimes you get a little afraid of that part of you isn't there
2: because the, this is to me the, this is to me trying to embrace like I I call it in my mind goodness and badness and the parts of me that are in the bucket of bad I try to push that bucket into the corner of the room and forget about it right but I can't throw it out because it just won't it's not allowed to leave
0: right 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 Right. and so remember part of the lesson of embracing the shadow parts of ourselves is it includes the negative parts of ourselves see what you were doing at you know prior to the boot camp was putting into the past the pain that was in the path that was in the shadow now there's something very powerful in the part of you that is kind of bullying
1: Okay,
0: and we're going to hold on to this for a second When we take the parts of ourselves and disown them, what Carl Jung said is, disowning the shadow is like trying to get rid of a headache by beheading ourselves. Mm. Okay?
2: Yeah.
0: It doesn't work. In fact, it's a kind of cutting ourselves off from something that's really actually neither good nor bad. It just is strong. Tell me about Tell me a quality of the bully. Tell me some qualities of a bully.
2: Ooh, so uh, psychological manipulation mm-hmm. um, or emotional manipulation mm-hmm. to get what you want, mm-hmm. um, but letting other people feel like they've gotten what they want. Um, uh, being a steam, steamrolling mm-hmm. others. I've been given that. I've been given that feedback before, steamrolled people. And all of a, and then I, I kind of jump back and go, oh, my God, I can't ever do that because mm-hmm. I'm extroverted. I've got sort of – my dad's from Brooklyn, so, you know, I got a New York personality sometimes.
0: You got a problem with that?
2: I, got, <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking have a problem with I that.
0: I have a fucking problem. You want to step <laughs> outside? <laughs>
2: um, you know, there is a, right. there is a, 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 a feeling
0: yeah.
2: okay, in your head of superiority. Yep. I am superior to you, either in intellect um, or smart, smarts, um, e- anything, emotional EQ even, there's ego.
0: There's ego. ego. And there's the EQ and EQ the ability to read people, isn't there? Yes, oh, but for yeah. bad as opposed to for good. Okay, so, she, so na- now we're know. on to something. Okay. Every okay. one of the qualities that you just described can be described in positive attributes or negative attributes. Yes. Mm. Right? Ego, can be equated to confidence. Right? Uh, manipulation can be equated to inspiration. Right? When when Barack Obama inspires me with incredible speech, is he manipulating me? Damn right. Mm. Right? The issue, the whole issue, Tracy, turns on intention. It turns on the intention, not on the action.
2: What if you have multiple intentions
0: Uh, or subconscious
2: intentions that you don't even know
0: about? Remember that radical self-inquiry tool? Mm -hmm. When you are disconnected with your truest intentions, the capacity to do evil or to do ill with these capabilities is exacerbated. Mm -hmm. When you surface even the most negative attributes, when you surface your own intention, are you ego aggrandizing? Absolutely, you're an entrepreneur. But (laughs) but are you also selfless? Mm. Yes, you are. You are both. As Walt Whitman said, do I contradict myself? I do, I am large, I contain multitudes.
1: Mm.
0: Every entrepreneur contains multitudes. Every human contains multitudes.
2: Yeah. That, and, that, and it's that part that I, now that I'm surfacing that, I don't know how to hold it. And I, and I, and I fear letting, fear losing control of one side of that over okay. the other, the negative side of it.
0: Hold it without judgment. Hold it without judgment. There is a strength in you. When you were bullied as a kid, they were bullied to protect themselves. They were bullying because they saw the world as a threatened place. Okay. When you hold yourself with firmness, it's not necessarily bullying. Mm -hmm. Now, it could be bullying.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We don't know. It depends on what the intention is. My famous example of this is a man plunges a knife into the chest of another man. Is it a good act or a bad act? Mm. Before answering, know that he's a surgeon. Mm. Before answering, know that he's still robbing someone. Yeah. It all turns on intention. Right? So embracing and acknowledging this part of you, are you strong willed? Absolutely. Are you stubborn? Absolutely. Are you persistent? Absolutely. A question I would ask you because you said it you, you said it well you said what if there are multiple intentions meaning mm. what if there are, are ego aggrandizing intentions yeah. as well as altruistic intentions mm-hmm. you want to know the secret there always are
1: mm.
0: there's always there are always multiple intentions behind our feelings and the only way out is radical self inquiry mm. is that self awareness so that you can pull out. Have I bullied people? Yes. Mm. I've typically bullied people in defense of other people. Mm. Not always. Yeah. But don't, you know, my partners at Reboot is sick and tired of me saying stuff like this, but don't fuck with my people. <laughs> you want to poke the, brook- you want the, pope the pope? bear? <laughs> fuck with my people.
2: Yeah.
0: And by the way, the net of who are my people becomes larger and larger as I get older and older. Mm. Right. You're my people. Don't fuck with my Tracy. Mm. Right? Because I will take you out. Is that a bully? Absolutely. Mm. Does that ego aggrandize? Does it feel good? Yes. And, 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 and. On the whole, I'd rather live in a community where people say about one another, don't fuck with my people. Mm. Yeah. Does does this resonate with you?
2: You know, so... I was in Israel last week, and we learned we learned this great Yiddish word called mishpucha, and de- people around me have been you know I've been mishpuching them all week. <laughs> but uh, basically, what it means is um, it's family, but it's also extended family, and so you can use it to describe your friends, your close friends. And all of a sudden, I came back and and I looked at this this team, and I said, "You're my mishpucha," right? And there is something that is that, that I want to fight for that is here, that is that is more than just runway.
0: Yeah, yeah. So your homework assignment, with regard to both, both the openness around the, 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 the compensation, mm-hmm. and this is to lean into even further the authentic nature of it. When you tell people you're my mishpua,
1: mm-hmm.
0: let them know that sometimes you're going to end up being paternalistic or mm. maternalistic. Yeah. That sometimes you're going to end up being ego aggrandizing. And sometimes you're going to be, end up being altruistic and compassionate. True authenticity is about embracing even the parts of ourselves that we do not like. And mm. dancing with those you know, as, as you've heard me say other times, it's like a 10,000-volt power line, right? You can pick it up, and you can electrocute yourself, or you can pick it up and plug it in and light up the city. Pick it up. So there's a part of you that's a Brooklyn bully. No wonder I loved you. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You know what I mean when I say don't mess with my people.
2: Yeah, Totally. And that, it's funny because there is a part of me that in embracing that side, that yeah. sort of, that, that side that you can label good, you can label for evil, there is excitement, there is energy in that. Yes. You can just, you can just feel it, right? You know, I, I once, like last, a few weeks ago, I just let myself be angry for a whole day. And boy, I mean, I could have punched a wall and I didn't, but I just felt angry and, and it was energetic. And it, yes. And so I think there is a way, I think dancing is a really, it's a weird but, but great word for it because you can't just completely act unfiltered, but you have, to, you have to play with it. You have to let it out to play.
0: That's right. That's right. You have to let it out to play. The anger, the frustration, the, 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 the frustration with the world as it is and how it's not what you want it to be. That power is an awesome power that powers so many entrepreneurs. Yeah. Why the hell do you guys work so hard if not to change the world from what it is into something you'd like it to be? Right. Right? And sometimes in that power, you're going to tap into what other people, what you yourself may label as a negative force. It's only negative when you operate from a place of disconnection from your true feelings.
2: Mm-hmm. And I felt that. You know, when I was fundraising, th- this this links me back to this feeling that I had when I was fundraising, and even for a few months after, even even a bit today, lacking the feeling and the word that I use to describe it is feeling vibrant. Yes,
0: yes. Seeing
2: the whole color spectrum, feeling the whole range. Yes. Because it was like I need I need to control this emotion because it was sad. Yep. It was, and I was sad, and I just didn't feel the whole range emotional range i didn't i felt like i, I didn't see colors i didn't see depth
0: mm-hmm.
2: i still feel like i'm kind of coming back from that
0: yeah so accessing that vibrancy of aliveness right it you know the the, the mistake is to think that that we're going to step into this kind of work the self-awareness work this, this this discovery work and that we're going to make everything good
2: yeah
0: right right and peaceful mm there's a power in those rough edges. There's a power in the conflict. If you have an organization that is truly built around love, then even conflict is acceptable. Because the totality of everybody is acceptable. Now, how someone handles the conflict is a really important thing. So, I'm angry is very different than me annihilating everybody around me. Mm. To me, the truest asshole is the one who is so disconnected from their deepest feelings that all they do is like spray bullets of anger against everybody.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Whereas if they say, God damn it, I hate it when the competition beats us to these things. Mm. What can we do as a team to beat the competition? Mm. Mm -hmm. That's not an asshole. Mm, that's vibrant energy
2: yeah that's a self aware person too that's right and that's where you know sometimes I'll look at I'll direct anger and go why am I angry about that I'm not actually angry about that Mm -hmm. there's something else
0: that's right well then that's that radical self inquiry. that's the self awareness so another thing that I would suggest and I'm sure that as they pull the notes together for this podcast we'll talk about a wonderful book Embracing the Shadow by David Ricco, R-I-C-H-O, um, really learning how to access even the negative parts of ourselves because everything that is bad is actually really for the good.
2: Yeah. And and what I did find is when, when I faced that image of me eating lunch alone, and when I was able, and, and as I was fundraising, I would actually, I would imagine it some fun NLP stuff, but I would, I would actually look at it. I would look at that image of myself and I would embrace that, that 10 year old. Right. And I would, I would actually walk her out of the bathroom and I would take her down the street and, you know, I would, I would buy her pastry, right. As, as a good friend of mine suggested, I think about, and in that I did that before every single fundraising pitch because it unlocked something in me that I still can't really describe except for these like, that 10,000 volts, that, that tingly, that something on the edge of excitement and anger and, and rage and
0: creativity. Mm. And how old is the bully in you? Oof. I don't know. Right, because what would be really kind of cool is if those two little girls met. Mm. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> right?
2: Mm, wow.
0: And you held both of their hands. Oh. And that bully protected that other girl. And together, you took a step forward. Mm. That would be.
2: That feels amen. like the definition of alignment.
0: Amen, sister.
2: Yeah, wow. It's a super powerful image. That's cool. What a gift. Thank you, Jerry. It's awesome. Um,
0: Thank you, Tracy. Uh, uh, You know, you again and again astound me with your self awareness and your willingness to lead by example and really put yourself out there. And uh, you are giving a gift. Uh, to the Tracy Lawrence who's sitting there right now, listening to this podcast,
2: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And,
0: and you're telling her, well, what, if you could tell her something, what would you tell her? Oh
2: my gosh, <laughs> I mean, the first thing that that popped in my head was like was was about um, something about self love, right? Uh, like give give yourself a give yourself a break, give yourself yeah. a hug,
0: you give know? yourself a break.
2: It's just, it's just the, that little thing. Yeah. Treat yourself, you know, yeah. 2015, but just something for you. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of nice to see it mirrored back because I'm not always the best at doing that for myself.
0: Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Um, Thank you. Yeah.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, go to reboot.io podcast to listen to all five seasons of our podcast conversations. And leave us a review on iTunes. That's the best way for other people to find and enjoy the show, just as you have done. And don't forget to join our mailing list at reboot.io slash sign up so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening. How long till my soul gets it right? Ready for a more in-depth journey of radical self-inquiry? We've developed a new free five-day email course designed to explore and work with your shadow. Get started at reboot.io slash shadow.